Hello everyone and welcome to World Trade Wednesday where we talk about Laredo's impact on World Trade and World Trade's impact on Laredo, Texas. Uh, I am here today with Roger Garcia from Mile One Incubator in downtown Laredo. How's it going, Roger? It's going good. Thanks. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So uh, we're excited about season two uh, because we're actually incorporating a podcast feature. Very cool. Uh, so all this is going to be available on podcast to our viewing and now listening audience. So nice. So I don't know. Are you uh, are you a podcaster at all? Yeah, I used to. I used to like podcasts, listening to on the road. It's a little easier rather than you know watching a video and driving. So it I is. think that'll be good. I agree. I agree. There, that's always good when you're on the go. Is is to be able to listen. Yeah, uh, it works with so many uh, different platforms. And so many different topics. Yeah, and it's good. It's like a conversation too, so we can just kind of smoothly, you know, yeah, um, whatever yeah. we feel like discussing today. You know? Yeah, nobody, uh, nobody on our podcast is really going to care what uh, what my hair looks like today. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I know. <laughs> All right. So uh, talk about. Let's talk about mile one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys have been open for for a little while now. Yeah, we opened mid December, so you know we just got to announce it. You know, Merry Christmas to Laredo. You know, here's a brand new incubator. Um, and really it's for the hub of innovation. You know, we're trying to kickstart all the innovation through business, entrepreneurship, and logistics, and uh, it's going very well right now. There's a lot of interaction um, on there, and, and people are starting to want to interact with us to see how they can innovate their companies. And yeah, no, that's great. I know uh, innovation, you know, there's the, the being behind the curve concept, and you think of, of, of tech, innovation, all these other things. You think of Silicon Valley, uh, Austin now locally in yeah. the state of Texas, but even Detroit is reinventing itself as as an innovative innovative community. Yeah, uh, have to. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 it's not just the mile one incubator that that makes Laredo innovative. I mean, we have so much binationalism that you don't see in other cities right. across the border, where everything we do here. You know, I mentioned in the tagline Laredo, Texas, but really it's it's our our one region of both Laredo and Laredo. You guys had. A binational event not that long ago. Right, right. We had a, a really successful hackathon. You know, collaborating with our counterparts in in Mexico, which is Startup Mexico. They they're a huge franchise throughout the country. Um, we're fortunate to have one in Nova Laredo, and and working so closely with them and the consul on you know on both sides. Really, we had all the interaction, the mayor. So um, I'm glad that there's so much support from the city and the partners uh, on the technology and the innovation, and we were able to make it so successful. Yeah, and and uh, the hackathon itself. I mean, it's and, and this is what technology. You know, it, there's so many negative aspects of technology. You know, you got these little zombie kids and, right. and you know things like that. The lack of being able to communicate and interact. And I think we might just be the last representation of the last generation that knows how to have a right. conversation. Uh, but but your sure. hackathon and the whole concept of hackathon and the plus side of technology is providing solutions, solving problems. And what were some of the problems? That you guys focused on at the hackathon, right? So we it was uh, there was multiple parts to it, right? First, we said, what are some of the problems that we're trying to face in in the key industries? Um, the next one will be in logistics and transportation, but here we focus on the civic side, which is you know health, housing, you know education, culture, and arts. So we started with uh, panels, twelve panelists uh, at three different periods, and talking about the issues that they see, possible solutions. And then over the weekend, we had um, the students from, from the university, from the high schools that know how to code, uh, kind of figure out the technological component. And uh, over the weekend, they came up with some solutions. You know, they've noticed that it was a lot about awareness. So they're trying to build um, a structure that doesn't exist yet to really call APIs uh, from all the different awareness of the companies and events that are going on to bring it more easily for people to be aware of um, all the interaction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, awareness is key, and that's I think uh, that's a big part of what World Trade Wednesday 
is about is right. awareness. Hey, yeah, these definitely. programs exist. Hey, did you know what was happening, you know, here and now and, 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 and what Laredo's doing and why why we're the number one port in North America, right. why we're the, we're 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 such a, a vital organ and and not just, you know, this big trade industrial things, mm -hmm. but but these tangible results um, of 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 what happens here in the city because the problem, you know, the, the, the focus of your binational hackathon, arts and culture, education, health, I mean, those aren't unique components to right. Laredo. It's there. Exactly. <laughs> everybody <laughs> in the world, uh, exactly. hopefully, has That's some experience, yeah. whether good or bad, hopefully good in, in all that. So, so I, I, I'm glad to hear that that event was a success. Mm -hmm. um, the Startup Mexico program is, is very interesting. Um, you know, and then again, supporting that innovation and, and again, solutions to problems, um, uh, making an, ideally it would make life easier almost to an extremity, right? Yeah. I have my, my Amazon Echo, I am <laughs> obsessed with it, where yeah. I was just uh, traveling to Mexico City last week and I was getting ready to go to a meeting and I just wanted to be like, Alexa, what time is it? Because I didn't <laughs> exactly. have my watch on yet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's terrible, like, you know, it's terrible, but there's, there's a lot of fun components to, to technology, and I know even you, as an entrepreneur, you have Extreme VR. Right. Yeah. And that's, again, one of those things that, oh, Laredo, and Laredo, and Laredo, yeah. and Laredo, you, we've got, I mean, tell me just a, a little smidgen sure. about Extreme VR. Yeah, well, it's, it, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it and, and, and proud of it, really, because it's so innovative, and, and really, it's not even San Antonio, it's not in Austin, which we see those as, you know, the tech hubs, and you would think they naturally have something like this, yeah. but. Um, we were fortunate enough that Miguel Adana started um, this company, and we're just happy to take over. And you know, his opportunities came up, um, but really, the, the innovation behind it, the virtual reality, what it's going to bring to the next era, um, and even in terms of trade and manufacturing, you can uh, theoretically you know, handle an entire plant in virtual reality from anywhere, from this side controlling plants in Mexico. You know, the um, potential is unlimited. It's really about the development that's coming. Um, it's exciting to see. Yeah, and and also with with the VR technology, I mean, you think of like security. Uh, uh, there's there's scenarios, uh, uh, active shooter scenarios, that training situations that are are, are capable um, through virtual reality. These these training scenarios, and there's also speaking right. um, um, to Miguel Adana, and he's with Singularity U, which we were so fortunate to have that for that little bit of time that he was here before yeah. he moved to New York. Definitely. Um, but he had brought a doctor down talking about virtual reality in medicine. Yeah, the and, surgeries. And it, exactly, yeah. in, in surgeries, <clears throat> you think of- They're already um, doing it too. It's not like some you know, fantasy. Yeah, They're yeah. already doing it, I trying know. it. Yeah. And I bring up the extreme VR because you have you know, these coding platforms and this whole emphasis on code, all these organizations that code, right. uh, the hackathon, the mile one incubator. Um, and I think that it's just, there's, there's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of need. And I mean, Laredo is, is, is prime. Place to, to, to be that innovative hub. You know, we don't need that that crowd of the, the the hustle and bustle of the Austin city. Right. You know, we have really the we reasons can, to be innovative here. You're totally right. I mean, really, it's about retaining that talent because what we saw at the hackathon was that there is a lot of talent in the high schools to create things. They just leave to other places because you know maybe the opportunities, the job opportunities afterwards, there aren't you know the most creative projects and coding um, going on right now. But we're we're trying to jumpstart that. You know and um, you know, the fact that you have the warehouse in the back too with the CNC is really cool, collaborating with the university, that's, that's what it takes for them to want to stay here and continue working on their projects. And I feel, you know, obliged to also 
um, or responsible for creating that innovation, you know, coding schools, boot camps, they can create VR yeah. games out of, out of our extreme VR, that's a component to retain them. You know? And the mile one is, is a big part of that too, where now you have a workshop of coding developers. You know, I, I see that as the light manufacturing, you know, really being able to manufacture applications yeah. out of an incubator that are applicable around the world. You, know? um, you download the app and it, you just change somebody's life right there. We can create that here, and we're starting to create it. It's yeah, very exciting for Laredo. And 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 that's great. Is anything even just welding? There's yeah. you know robot-assisted, you know, a, a, a computer knowledge component. I mean, that's to be the most frustrating thing. Um, um right out of high school, I I took autom automotive technology. I've always I, my cool. I always wanted to work on you know mechanic, diesel mechanic, all that sort of stuff. I never fully embraced it as a career path, but mm -hmm. I, in, you know, I'm not even good enough to really be a hobbyist at it, but I do love tools. I do love, mm -hmm. I do love cars. Um, and, and one of the things too there is that, I mean, the frustration of, of an automotive technician to not have to be a computer assisted automotive technician. I mean, you go think of a mechanic and you put in a, a you know, fifties, 60s, 70s, even you know, and then you start getting into into the modern era, and even now, and it's like, I, do they even use tools? You know, it's like <laughs> you just got to plug in this computer. Yeah, exactly. So you think it anything, automatically does to, everything. To just I read the other day about a welding welding application to have robotic assisted welding, and it's like, you know, where's the fun in that? But it's just a different kind of fun, I guess. You get to yeah. be on the computer and code things exactly. and learn. But you, you mentioned build the CNC things, machines. Yeah. You know, those are computer aided drafting based machines, and so. The more and more uh, that we develop uh, these technologies, these coding, these things like that, to the point where ideally kids would already know how to do it, right. you know, coming into middle school, high school, and things like that. But right now we're at a stage, we have a changing workforce, mm -hmm. you know, we have, uh, you know, just, just again, going back to the, the detachment from, from our reality to augmented or virtual reality. Right. Um, one of the components the shift at, is huge. Yeah. yeah, one of the components at mile <coughs> one, it's a co-working space. It's not right. just a coding spot where you have all these techies in exactly. their beanbag chairs right. sucking down coffee, right? Yeah, there exactly. is that. No, <laughs> no beanbag we chairs yet. Yes, we love that. <laughs> yeah. But um, but that's one of those shifts in, in, in the older generation to our generation to this new emerging generation. Right. But the that open space concept, you know, that collaboration. Concept, and, yeah. yeah, maybe it's uh, a, a reassurance. Maybe there's, yeah. you know, they need reassurance, but I think, you know, that's kind of more the softening of our children that's yeah. coming around. They need extra reassurance, but also um, why there's so much success in Silicon Valley is these open, these open workspaces, this co-working space to where I'm over here on my laptop, uh, you know, working on my proposal to my customer and you're right here doing whatever it is that you're doing, yeah. you're coding, and I'm going to be like, hey, Roger, I'm interrupt you here, but right. this is the whole point. Like, what yeah. do you think about this? And you, maybe not being related to my industry at all, you have you bring your unique perspective. So, for an up-and-coming exactly. entrepreneur that might not, you know, definitely nobody has all the answers, but that's still getting their footing and their confidence and learning about business in general, whether it's technology-based or not, is is going to have that confidence um, in a co-working space to to launch, again, business incubator, you're, you're helping grow business. Exactly, I mean, we're seeing, it, it was really, um, it was really nice to see from the very beginning that the, the partnerships create, were created almost immediately. Within yeah. the first week, people were talking about, hey, what do you do, you know? Oh, cool, we can partner up like this. We happen to, you know, just fit, you know, complimentary services, and they started packaging together. And, 
every week, you know, there's maybe a new podcast or, you know, let's do this new video together. And, you know, Luis's you know, 13 West Media has really been involved with um, a lot of the partnerships too. And it's, it's comforting to see that, the, that our city and our culture is, um, this, at least in what we've seen at the mile one, you know, there's a lot of collaboration that they're willing to do and partner up quickly and just get things done. You know, that environment of, uh, like you said, you know, the confidence that it gives you to, to ask somebody and, and, and really just uh, learn from everyone quickly. And it really accelerates your business and, um, and the confidence to, to continue growing. You know, sometimes through business, you go through some hard stuff. Uh, having that support system around you in a co-working space, you know, and, and ourselves too, our resources, our mentors, the SPDC, you know, the city, you know, everyone really wanting you to succeed is, is such a great environment. Yeah, and I think too that um, I lost my train of thought. I had a thought. <laughs> no, I was saying everything you said, but um, I don't know. It was something about confidence and, and growing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I extended my comments a little further. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was like, I wasn't listening to anything you said. I was just smiling and nodding because I, no, 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 I, I had, like, oh, I cool, had something, I had something. Um, what other, I mean, I know you guys have some other stuff coming up, Code for Community. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, we're, in July. Yeah. We're partnering up with, with Tammy Yu. To, yeah. This one's going to be on the education component. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Omera is really leading the front on that. He He's bringing people from around the world, uh, from Oman and, uh, I believe Australia as well to yeah. to come in and part of uh, to create a learning destination around the city. So he has you know, a similar goal of um, really changing the perspective as to how you see the city as you walk through it. He wants to create learning destinations uh, through this hackathon, and so wherever you go, you can learn. You know? oh, yeah, your kids can learn just by looking at a mural. You jump onto the app and you learn something about it. That's great. Uh, so we're trying to create that, you know, all local base. We're also bringing people internationally to help create it. Yeah, that's great. Um, one of the things, you know, that 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 people don't realize, and, and I think my point was something along the lines like Laredo may be known for certain things, good or bad, right. but there's so much more to it. And um, and when you talk about um, uh, Tammy U, our Texas A&M International Campus, uh, uh, Dr. O'Meara being Australian, you know, all the components, you know, that that we do have an international presence here. We're not just significant to the Western Hemisphere. I mean, there's a lot of students that come to study at our university from all over the world. Yeah, international study abroad their, programs. They bring incredible. their perspectives, and that really gives us a, a, a uniqueness. Not just our binational relationship with Mexico that gives us a unique uniqueness, but um, but having that that international perspective from so many students, intelligent students that want to come here, and and Definitely. and that global that that modern global mentality we're global citizens not just texans or exactly. you know uh, south texans <laughs> south texans <laughs> there's different types yes, of texans of yeah north texans you know, south texans texans yeah, uh, like scope. myself adopted texans i think you know it's the one thing what is it that bumper sticker um i'm not from texas but i came here as fast as i can Always, I always used to snicker at that. Now I kind of just laugh. Now you have one now on the I'm back here. of your car. Now I'm here. I'm almost, I'm almost two foot, two foot in. <laughs> two Texas foot two in. Step. Two step. Two Texas step in. Two step my way into here. But, but yeah, and, and going back to manufacturing and hackathons and technology and how these all things can come up. Right. It's like global warming. We have the, the river, river conservation. You have, um, one thing I heard today, um, I was at the, um, we have a regional group. Um, in South Texas, it's the North American Advanced Manufacturing Research and Education Initiative. 
uh -huh. and uh, NAMRI. So we had our NAMRI meeting today, a regional one for Laredo, and uh, one thing that was brought up was that a study, and I wish I had the citation for this, and I don't, or the source, and make sure I get it right. But the overall concept was that because utilities in Mexico are so expensive, that manufacturing in the U.S. is is uh, more affordable for companies because the utility cost outweighs the labor cost. But if you incorporate automation, automation, yeah. automation. so so you know, there's that concept. You know, people argue, well, we lost our jobs to Mexico because of NAFTA, or but right. it's like, no, you lost your jobs to automation, or you lost your jobs for your own stubbornness of not evolving as a human being and learning new skill, learning new trade. Or like history of the United States is, you know, manifest destiny is moving to a different location. Right. So, you know, we throw in that component, oh, we don't need our kids to move because we have everything they need here and what they want. We're creating what they want to stay. Right. We want to make sure we retain our, our, our workforce and our youth. But even just the, the automation needs, so maybe you're, you're, you're not quite ready to retire, middle-aged worker needs to understand this automation and they need to evolve their right. training. To adjust. Yeah, I mean, it's not just, you know, how do I use my cell phone, but there's a lot, you know, a lot more to it that, that affects every everyday life and, and the, the concept of, um, of continuous, continuously learning yeah. technology. Definitely, I mean, it's like we always say, you know, companies need to evolve or, you know, somebody else is going to consume them essentially. And so same companies are made of people, so those people need to also evolve. If not, another company won't evolve them, I, um, consume them. Just like Amazon, you know, Toys R Us was taken down, you know, in bankruptcy, like a whole bunch of malls around the country. And, and really what e-commerce has done and, and the evolvement that many people didn't do. Yeah. Um, that concept across, you know, manufacturing and, you know, transportation and logistics, all of it needs to co continue to evolve. You won't, you don't own that position. Yeah, yeah. Um, so really innovation, you know, we're, you know, the hackathons, all of that is all tied into, um, you know, the future and how to maintain the uh, sustainability. Oh yeah, yeah. So how does somebody get involved with Mile One? Where do they get more info? How do we how sure. do we get what we need out of that? Sure, they can find us at mileoneinc.com. Okay. And then there we can either help them with uh, the co-working or the incubator uh, applications, or you know just call us. Um, our phone number's on there as well, and we'll help you through the whole process. Right now we have some FDI clients in foreign direct investment. They're trying to expand into the United States. So if any you know international clients also are interested in doing business in the U.S., we can we can help with yeah, that. It is an international business assistance center after all. It's exactly. also a business incubator. So if you have an idea, if there is is you know you don't know where to go to start your business, or you've been in business for a year or so and you just want to take your business to the next level or you just want to get out of working from home. I've worked from home for many years. <laughs> it's, it's very, I love it and I couldn't stand it at the same time. Right, so, it can be uh, distracting. <laughs> it is. It's, it's hard for productivity and, uh, and you know what, it's just it's hard on the psych. Uh, go check out mile1inc.com. Go downtown. Uh, you guys are on Houston Street. What's yeah, the address? 1312 Houston. 1312 Houston. West from City Hall. So yeah, yeah. Very accessible. We have our own parking lot too, so you don't have to worry about meters. Yeah, you don't have to worry about downtown parking. Um, they got your own dedicated parking lot. Uh, there's coffee. Yeah, unlimited and, coffee. Yeah, unlimited Wi-Fi, printing. So. Yeah, so it's great. It's great. So no matter what stage you are in your business, uh, Laredo has uh, many options for you, but Mile One Inc. is a great place to start. So Thank you. Thank you so much, Roger. Uh, we're going to get the information on the coding, um, the uh, code for community. 
is uh, July 9th through 11th. We'll have that information out as well. And uh, I appreciate you coming down. Thank you I very much I wish you all the best with the Extreme VR project. I know I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be heading in. And I know you guys do team building. Yeah, we yeah. do team building events. Do yeah. you guys have like a team building and virtual reality boxing? I'm sure some of my coworkers would right. like to VR box each other. <laughs> exactly. I know, what we have where they can shoot each other. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> but we're working as, on the boxing yeah, that's, one. That's, that's a little more passive aggressive, but yeah. Can passive we get some, aggressive. Yeah, some yeah. UFC, Extreme VR, MMA. Right, just a, <laughs> full launch. You know, practice your judo. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, steam, steam out of the office. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that concludes our episode of World Trade Wednesday, where we discuss Laredo's impact on international trade and international trade's impact on Laredo. Um, if you didn't get to, um, if you want to see the unedited version through your ears, uh, check out our podcast that we now established for season two. Thank you so much Fairness. for watching, and don't forget to subscribe.